On this Easter Saturday, close now to the end of the Easter octave, where every day is treated as if it's Easter Sunday, we hear in our gospel kind of a great summary of sorts of all the occurrences, uh, almost all of them at least, that our Lord has appeared to the apostles and to these, those other souls as well. And as we hear this, we this is from St. Mark's Gospel, and for those who may not know, St. Mark's Gospel is the shortest out of all the Gospels, and everything is usually very quick and to the point, and it's because it was a Gospel written for those in great persecution, and so the message was quick, so people would get the message and then carry on as they had to, well, keep themselves alive. So this Gospel text is actually the shortest out of all the ones we've read so far this week during the octave of Easter, and this is a post-resurrection gospel. We hear today about Jesus appearing first to St. Mary Magdalene and gives us this great note to remember about her specifically, how he had driven seven demons out of St. Mary Magdalene. And then about seeing the other companions uh, along the way to Emmaus, and then appearing to the eleven, and the eleven um, still didn't believe necessarily everything about him right away until he had to come again and again to appear to them to say, hey, I really am risen from the dead. But then the part to take away from the gospel, more so out of all of this, beautiful facts about our Lord truly rising from the dead, is the last line. He said to them, go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. This is what's called the Great Commission. The Great Commission to those apostles, but also to all of the disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ, which includes you and me, going into the whole world and proclaiming the gospel to every creature. It's very easy to say those words, and it's so very difficult to live them out. You know, when we are going to go out into the world, we're proclaiming about a message of the whole Paschal mystery, which encompasses both the crucified and risen Lord. Both are important. We can't emphasize one over the other so much because both of them encompass the whole Paschal mystery. It is much easier for us to relate to the crucifixion of our Lord, to His passion, because we ourselves suffer so much in our lives from normal duties that we have to carry out, normal grievances that come up in the family life, but also those extraordinary moments that come out of the blue for us, and we really are desperately looking for some way out of it, and we sometimes fail to even go to God in our prayers, in our heads, in our hearts, to ask Him for His help and His grace. As I was reflecting on my holy hour this morning, and praying uh, for all of you, uh, and praying over these readings for Mass today, there's a book, some, a few books I like to look into sometimes, that give good reflections or commentaries on the scripture readings for the day. And one of them had a great point saying how, you know, greater, the greater the obstacle is for us, that God permits to happen for us, the greater the obstacle that is presented to us, the more abundant graces become available to us from God so that we can overcome the obstacle or head it face on with our crucified and risen Lord. We heard earlier in this week uh, me preaching about how God is always with us. You know, that's what he's trying to emphasize, one of the points he's emphasizing with him appearing and then disappearing to the apostles and disciples of our Lord and his post-resurrection appearances, 
you know, he's not confined to space and time anymore. He has a glorified body, which means it's outside of space and time as we understand it in this world. So God is undoubtedly always with us, and we know he's present with us, of course, in the Most Holy Eucharist. But when we think of the different obstacles that come up in our lives, I know, and I mean, I speak from experience too, that we all just allow the obstacle to just take over. We allow it to just take control of everything about our whole being. And we may even have to, you know, just sometimes rather we sit down and just and just let the the weight of the obstacle just take over for a few minutes, if not for the whole morning or whole day or whole evening. And, and we, for some reason, just don't go more easily to God. You know, we want to wallow in <laughs> in that obstacle. And we got to remember that beautiful quote that I mentioned is just, the greater the obstacle, the more abundant grace does God make available to us, for us, so that with the crucified and risen Lord, cooperating as we can with the Holy Ghost, who's already dwelling within us, we can face this obstacle head on. You know, think of the Acts of the Apostles readings we had, not just for today, but for this whole week so far in the octave of Easter. I mean, today we heard a little bit more of the account of St. Peter and St. John, and then proclaiming, you know, just the truth. They were proclaiming the truth that we raised this crippled man to good health so he could walk on his own accord with perfect strength for a normal man of his age, with the power and in the name of Jesus Christ. And you think of that with your own obstacles that you go through, you know, that's, they were, they, they found an obstacle and then they went to the abundance of God's grace. They went directly to God. They even used the name of Jesus in their prayer that manifested a great miracle for numerous souls to see. And it's the same for us. You know, we can say you know, when the obstacles arise, you, see, you know, in your name, good Jesus, and please add Mother Mary into the mix too. Please, in your name, Jesus, and beautiful Mother Mary, help me in this time. I don't want this to overwhelm me. I know I can overcome it, but I can't do it alone. I need your help. I need your grace. And I know it's present for me right now. I, I, I'm just so succumbed to the weight of this burden but I know I can overcome it, but please, Jesus and Mary, and even Almighty St. Joseph, help me right now. now. This is exactly living out that last line from the Gospel, where our Lord is telling us all, go into the whole world and proclaim the Gospel to every creature. Because if we don't, or rather allow, the weight of the obstacle to overwhelm us, but we're not believing in the Gospel then, we're not proclaiming the Gospel then, we're, we're allowing temptation and evil itself to overcome us. And that's not the point of the gospel. It's contrary to the gospel. It's the opposite of the gospel. The gospel message is about the light of the world, the great logos, the word becoming flesh to pierce the darkness, the light piercing the darkness. That's why we have the Paschal candle in our churches lit during the most sacred liturgies of this Easter season, is to remind us of the light of Christ that has come into the world, but that also already dwells within us. So the spark for us to receive more of God's grace is living within us. It's up to us to cling more to the crucified and risen Lord, to cooperate with the Holy Ghost in those obstacles, to allow that flame that is within us, the light of Christ, to not just be a spark, but to grow into a great fire. That's God's grace working within you. That's God's grace 
as an image even as well, growing within you to overcome the obstacles that come your way. And my friends, when you do this, oh, the joy that comes knowing that, for starters, the obstacle is not as big anymore as it was in the beginning. That's usually what we focus upon. But when we reflect even deeper, we can then say to our good God Almighty, to, to Jesus Christ, to Mother Mary and St. Joseph, we can say to the three of them, thank you. Without you, this would have been impossible. But I know with you it, it became possible, and now everything is just so much better for me. I'm still struggling, but it is much better. So my friends, please, we are so close to the end of the octave of Easter. Remember that in your normal daily life, that no matter what the obstacle is, God's grace, the abundance of that grace, is always readily available to you. The spark of the light of Christ is already dwelling within you. Cling to Jesus. Cling to Mother Mary. Cling to St. Joseph. The crucified and risen Jesus, that's part of us carrying the joy in our hearts that whatever the obstacles may be in our life, we can overcome them only because we cling to Him, the risen Lord. <laughs>